Welcome to the Anime Research Society, otherwise known as ours. Podcast episode number six, brought to you by CG Magazine and the Pixels and Ink Podcast. Our mission, to explore the depths of anime. The good, the bad, the absolutely insane. We'll take a look at some of the best and worst of the season, and some recommendations to lead you on your own research journey. I'm your host, Cole Watson, and joining us today are our panel of experts, Lisa Muir. Oh, hello, Cole. Remington Joseph. Hey. And Preston Doza. I'm back, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. Missed, we missed you last week. Don't worry, though. I spent part of the Friday that I was gone. Instead of recording the podcast, I went to an anime. I went to two anime shops while I was in New York City. What? You get? But you disappointed me. I ended up getting, at the one shop, I got the English translation of the original novel of Val Royale. Okay. Because that's the kind of person I am. I mm. also I previously owned both the, blu- both the Blu-rays, this Blu-ray special edition for all the movies. Oh, wow. Which... Probably wasn't worth it in retrospect. But, um, <laughs> and meanwhile, at Kinokuniya in Manhattan, I picked up the Persona 5 art book, as well Ooh. as Blu-rays of Redline and oh. Blade of the Immortal. Ooh. Nice. Oh, Redline. And Such what, a classic. What were you disappointed in me again? Why didn't you pick up any Gundam models? Uh, because uh, <laughs> none of them are good. Oh, great. Like, yeah, I want to get Just all destroy of, like, my hobby yeah. <laughs> right in front you of my eyes. You picking it up for you. <laughs> they actually didn't have any Gundams there. That's what was my disappointment. I was like, okay, oh, really? even if they have, like, the unicorn well, yeah, you Gundam go special or something. For that. Like, like yeah. just Gundam. Instead of just, like, MOOC vehicles. Not even, like, t- secondary character, like, Gunpla. Just, like... Okay, so this is the uh, Mook Mac number uh, 47. It gets killed 50 <laughs> times um, in the first six episodes of Unicorn. And you can buy it now for $50. Yep. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about the new Netflix series. We're talking about Be the Beginning. That's why we're all assembled here. This is this season. If you don't know how it works, if you're a first-time listener, one of the panel recommends an anime. We look at the first three episodes. Uh, it goes into spoiler territory, obviously, because we want to go in-depth as possible, uh, just so that we can sell you on the experience. So without further ado, I'll kick it off with a summary, and then we'll lead into some first impressions. So Be the Beginning is by IG Productions. Uh, it is set in the small European country of Cremona. Be the Beginning is a science fiction anime shrouded in mystery. A series of strange murders have been occurring recently. Vicious killers who evaded the prosecution of the law are being targeted by a suspected lone serial killer. Referred to as Killer B for the unusual mark he leaves behind after his killings, the Royal Investigative Police are stumped as to who the killer is and where he will strike next. To help them with their investigation, the RIS enlists the help of retired genius detective Keith Flick, who has been absent from the force for nearly eight years. The audience follows the perspective of Keith and Killer B himself, Koku, a boy who possesses unusual powers and suffers from memory loss. Why does Koku kill? How did he obtain these powers? And what is the importance of the mark he leaves behind? Only one organization knows these truths, the underground criminal society known as Market Maker. So guys, what did you think of this first? Okay, my Lisa. First note, I'll tell you my first note. My first note. From the first part of the first episode? Yeah. Man, the deadliest game of all. I love that opening. Wow. So <laughs> that is a note. Yeah, that's <laughs> a note. Right. I have some real winners here. This okay. Her notes are just weird quotes. <laughs> yeah. like they're not even in reference to the actual oh, show. Oh, they are. Coffee, Actually, chibi. I don't even know what this is. I have one that says crunchy face. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Coffee should be had with two sugars, not, <laughs> not one. Uh, you can lead a horse to water, but will it drink? <laughs> Episode two. Oh. <laughs> oh, this one's good. Roger Doodle? Oh my what? god. I don't know. Um, that's pretty much sums up my experience with this. Uh, I like. I, I wanted to like this more than I did didn't so (laughs) (laughs) okay all right then i i mean going into it it has the perfect formula of everything i would like in an anime yeah it was missing something there's some little special sauce that was missing out of it that 
didn't Cute really boys. Sing. Yes. <laughs> None of them turned into swords. Oh. So. Oh, man. Um, yeah. I mean, that's almost not true. It's so sad <laughs> that know, Boris. That's almost not true. <laughs> it's so sad that Boris, the 60-year-old man who should be kicked off the forest, didn't turn into a sword. <laughs> I was really upset about that. No, um, I, I mean, I didn't hate it. I just felt like there was something that just didn't draw me into any of the characters. I see. Yeah, I think that's really what it was. Because I, I liked the story idea. I, li- mm-hmm. I liked the idea. I liked how bizarre and the weird places it ended up going to. Yeah. Um, I just didn't care by the end because I literally did not care about any of the characters. That I kind of cared about... I, I managed to actually give this show the whole show yeah. shot. I, I made it past the first three and like made myself watch the whole thing. But there's one character in there that appears in the first three episodes that changes dramatically by the end of the series that I actually started liking in, like, the last two episodes. Okay. Mm. And so, I don't know. But, ah. Anyway, let's, let's talk about the rest of it. It was, like, to me, I was just, I didn't give it past the first three episodes. I watched the first three, and I was pretty much indifferent to it the yeah. whole way through. Okay. Like, I, I couldn't really get into any of the characters. Mm-hmm. The, and the plot itself was something that didn't really draw me into it. Like, yeah. I didn't really care about the world that they were in. I figured it out. You saying that, it made me think of this. It didn't, like, they didn't set it up. They set it up so that you had to assume and know a bunch of things before you managed to care about the plot, I feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't feel I didn't that really at get all. That. Yeah, I didn't because I'm not that. sure that's the way I'd phrase it. I would... It was more the fact that everything that was presented to me mm-hmm. in it was something that didn't really interest me that much. Yeah. I've, though so, pre- like, all the mysteries like that were the, solved weren't very like, they like weren't, satisfying? They weren't very satisfying, and they didn't interest me in the first place. I, like, I'm... So they're asking a bunch of questions that you didn't care? Yeah, they were asking <laughs> a bunch of questions that I didn't care about. Yeah. And it's something that I'm not... I'm n- the show just wasn't for me. It yeah. wasn't that I didn't yeah. dislike it. It was just pretty clear, like, midway through the second episode, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to enjoy this show. I, so. I Just bringing that up, a lot of the mysteries were introduced with... I, I just I felt like the, the answers to a lot of the mysteries as they were coming up were like, well, you didn't give me enough clues to even care about yeah. where that happened, so, like, why <laughs> do I care about this revelation now? <laughs> I see. No, yeah. see, I don't normally like like mystery murder anime and stuff because it doesn't have people <coughs> screaming to power up or boys <laughs> falling in love with girls at high school. But <laughs> I really like this one. This one I immediately got into from like the first episode, just because even though it got dark, it still all the characters. I had the opposite effect with you. Yeah, I actually liked all the characters. Like I Me thought too. they were all really relatable. Tell me why. I want I want to like this more than I did. Like I said, tell me why you like the characters. Um, they felt like they all had lives of their own. That like if that makes sense. It's, okay. Like Lily yeah. didn't feel like she was just all about her job. It also felt like oh look, she likes eating and yeah. like she's she's funny. They all made me laugh <laughs> just a little. I mean that likes eating thing is a very two dimensional thing we have seen a million times in anime. And I felt she was the weakest of all of them because she was like literally every spunky girl trope that you could possibly throw at. And even her evolution towards the end of the series like didn't really evolve all that much because she was still this additional little layer. And then spunky girl trope all over. Yeah, but she wasn't the focus. No, if I know. she was the main character who they stayed on all the time, that would have annoyed me. Mm-hmm. But it was more, oh look, she's just another character in this world. And whenever it felt like they could have done too much of her, mm-hmm. they would switch over to somebody else. They'd switch over to, um, what's his name? Keith. Yeah, Keith. Keith is awesome character. Yes, I Keith love is Keith. such an interesting character, and it, they Professor would just switch Sp- characters. Here's my all note. The time. Professor Spike Spiegel. In the first episode. You can episodes. say that because he has an afro for the first yeah. episode. Yeah. Side note. Side note. Thank God he gets a haircut. Actually. I know. If, that, if yeah. he kept, like, the beard and, like, the messed up hair for, like, the three episodes or even beyond that, I would have been like, this just looks Yeah, like, I wouldn't be able to. So so when note. I first saw him, I thought, oh, is that, like, Zangetsu from Blue Beach? <laughs> <laughs> now as a detective. I have another wonderful note about him. I said, is Keith made of rubber? Why? What does that reference? Why? Because, okay, I, it, oh, there was a weird tonal shift throughout the first three episodes because whenever you, 
like centered on Keith, he was like literally lollygagging on whatever piece of furniture happens to be around or against a doorway, and yeah. then he'd be like ridiculously clumsy. Yeah. And then there was this like really dark. It just sort of came out of nowhere for me. It's like, hey, here's a comedy guy for comedy's sake, but he's no. not. That's a comedy not. Guy. No. I didn't get that. See, at I all. expected him to have a serious side from the beginning. Of course you because did. Because everybody he, looked at him like like they talked with him with such respect that I was like, okay, there's something. He's obviously good. Yeah. If I were to compare Keith to a to a character in modern media, I would compare him to the BBC's version of Sherlock Holmes. Uh. That he's very unorthodox. Okay. Well, yeah. but and that like, he has a very different way of looking at the world. But, yeah. I mean, I would animate it up uh, a little more because yes, he is there's, a little more there's silly that than that. archetype, but I feel like this archetype, and you're comparing him to BBC Sherlock, um, BBC Sherlock is a more interesting take on it than simply this guy is, it's almost the aloof but um, extremely competent detective, yeah, almost. Yeah. And uh, Keith seems like the most generic version of it. For I me. agree with you 100% on that. Like, mm. he doesn't seem to have any special characteristics beyond, okay, so he's kind of like weird, but also he's a good detective. I wrote down knockoff L. Nah. I didn't. No, I didn't get L from. Him. I don't. Get, I, I didn't get L. I'm liking the differing perspectives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Get from what L. I got was because he was so focused on. Be. I figured that was his main no. character, like driving point, mm -hmm. but it's it, not. I don't know because I haven't watched oh, okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I so I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so, how about we get into yeah. the first episode yeah, so that we can, like, really dig this out it. bit by yeah. bit? Okay. So, episode one opens with a trio of killers hunting down their recently kidnapped prey. After catching their wounded target, two of the men are swiftly murdered by Killer B. Quickly thereafter, we are introduced to one of our protagonists, Koku, and Lily, a member of the RIS who is on her way to last night's crime scene. At the scene, we meet our second protagonist, Keith Flick, a retired detective nicknamed Genny, known for his unique deductions and his brilliant arrest record. Killer B's recent victims are identified as the Krauss brothers, and their youngest kin, Julian, is on the run after last night's encounter. However, Julian reappears after coming into possession of an advanced military vehicle and is destroying everything in his path, seemingly without any objective. <clears throat> It's clear, though, that Julian is being played by a mysterious organization in the shadows, and his retainer is really calling out for Killer B to make his grand entrance. Koku appears, transformed into a black-winged figure with an azure eye and metallic blue arm blade. After the retainer known as Quinn kills Julian, the two superhuman forces briefly clash with Koku victorious. The episode ends with the RIS discovering the location of the abandoned military vehicle and Keith vowing to find Killer B. This was a weird episode yeah. for me because I didn't really know where the show was going. Okay. I didn't really when they were introducing the Killer B stuff, it's not like it's like, okay, this is Killer B. He's done stuff like this in the past, but they never really I don't know. I didn't really get a feel on the stuff that Killer B did in the past other than from the looks of it, he kills criminals. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the first thing I got. But then as they're going through, like, oh, look at all the calling cards that he's left, like, over the months and years. I'm like, but we don't get to see any of what that did. So we don't know what Killer B is like, his motive. Like, we don't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, Cuckoo just comes across as, like, I don't know. Didn't really come across as anything for me. He just yeah. felt like he was there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was just sort of like there was these two parallel stories that were running. In, it didn't feel like there was a connection between the two of them. Even though it was very clearly established that there was, it didn't feel like there was a real connection between the story with the RIS and Keith and Cuckoo. Mm -hmm. And it was just sort of like, I, I don't. It, 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 there wasn't enough fleshed out in either of them for me. I almost would have preferred um, a way that would have made me like this episode a lot more and possibly the series a lot more is that this first episode we find out why Keith wants to go after Killer B. Like we yeah. know that he's retired and we know everything. Uh, and we, we know that he's retired. We know he's coming back in just for this. But I want to know why he's coming back in because maybe because that would have given me more attachment to Keith in general. It would have given me more attachment to his quest and maybe more interested in the story. And instead, it just comes across as this aloof detective is trying to figure out this weird crime and 
there's no motivation. There's no apparent motivation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would have liked very much if they spent more of the episode just focusing on Keith and the RIS and fleshing out Keith's story and not show off Cuckoo's power the way they did at the end. Like, it felt like they were kind of showing their hands. Oh, see, that was the part that I liked. Exactly. <laughs> I, because it's exciting. I get that. But yeah. it felt cheap to me. It felt like this is, okay, this is really easy to get the audience engaged. We just have a badass fight scene. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just, but I felt like that gave away way too much of Cuckoo right off the bat. And didn't. Koku. 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 Whatever. It's crazy. It's, he's cuckoo for <laughs> for murder. Cuckoo. I already I made the serial joke. Cuckoo, yeah. cuckoo, cuckoo for justice. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> he's I don't know. Uh, uh, anyway, I was hmm. yeah. It it like if they didn't show off all that at the beginning, I would have probably been a lot more interested in uh, in uh, Koku because of how they just introduced him. And I liked the way they introduced him. You knew right off the bat that this, like when he met up with his sister, I'm guessing her adoptive sister. No, 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 they're not, they're, they're not related. They're, or whatever. He just works at the place. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, but he met, he met up with her and like offered her, you know, steam buns and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was just the way they panned on him, the way they shot him. You knew that he was automatically, this is one of the main central characters. Yeah. We got, we got to follow. Also, I wrote that he has great shoes and I want his shoes. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, Lisa on point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, top notch note. <laughs> no, and the, the attention fact, to details. Yes, I, I pay attention to those kind of details. And I would have liked to have seen him a little more. A little less giveaway that, oh, yeah, clearly confirmed by the end of the episode that he is very important to the plot, and that's that. Like, mm. I would have liked a little more mystery with that. See, I have a completely different uh, view on that. Mm-hmm. Because episode one, for me, was, look at the eye candy here. Look at the animation budget we got here. Yeah. Yeah. I, will, I will say for sure that, like, despite my general indifference to the show, it's well animated. Like, like that fight chase? scene, that yeah. fight scene car was chase, really good. Fight scene. The car chase was Good. My my note is CG car fight chase was really cool. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty good. And and that's what I want in a first episode is to hook me in. And especially in a mystery, I just want it to leave me threads. Kind of like how it did with uh, Hakata Tonkatsu Mm -hmm. Ramens, where they're just setting everything up. I don't expect a lot of detail in the first episode. I expect just, okay, brief introductions, but sell me on like a good fight scene sell me on something quality with your show Mm -hmm. and for that it was that uh confrontation with quinn the retainer yeah i'll agree with lisa that it felt like two different storylines that weren't really together in the first episode but that worked for me because the second storyline i was so much more interested in yeah Mm -hmm. like i when i saw koku fighting i was like who is he what is he why is any of this happening? Mm-hmm. And that was what made me want to see the next episode. The The other part of it was interesting where I liked the characters, but I didn't completely understand what their crime had to do with Koku yet. But see, yeah. this is why I was super in, in, into the RAS because like IG, pro, uh, production IG uh, did Psychopaths. Like the, yeah. the first season of Psychopaths it looked a lot like was, well, it, did, it looked yeah. so much like Psychopaths. Mm-hmm. But it looked like the, the fact that they were so, I know they're really good with their like, detective mysteries mm, yeah. um I, I i prefer them in their sci-fi setting like i, I like standalone uh ghost in the shell standalone complex yeah. a lot better and stuff like that i just kept listing off things <laughs> i'd be ra- rather be watching when i was watching this <laughs> but um like so i i knew they were gonna go somewhere cool with that eventually and if i stuck with it and just sort of gate they uh, like dedicated but for koku to give away so much at the beginning of that i immediately stopped caring about his storyline I mean, it, I knew I was going to get some cool fight scenes, and that's cool. But I like, I'm like, oh, he's clearly like the super OP character of the game of the game. Sorry, that's what happens. But he, but he is understandably like yeah. they're dropping a lot of like even little small information hits in information one. Like they're calling him the Black Wing King. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and he doesn't seem to know that he he suffers from am- from amnesia. He doesn't understand exactly like his per- his purpose. He doesn't understand his objective. He only knows I'm leaving these marks behind, but I don't know who they're for. Yeah. Hmm. But if you rip Koku's abilities out of that episode, I don't get any sci-fi. And I feel like they need to inject some of that in there to show, like, some advance in technology, some 
uh, even a fan uh, a fantasy component to it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. even when I watched it, I didn't get sci-fi from that. I just got fantasy. Yeah. I I felt like yeah. it was just fantasy. Like it felt yeah. modern day, like sword. trains, the APC. Yeah. Like that's like modern day, and then sprouts wings, and then it's like okay, so we got. He some looked fantasy like the angel, and I was like, yeah. oh, look at that! It's fantasy stuff. <laughs> I there were two scenes in this that I that I made note of for different reasons. Uh, the very first one is when Keith goes to the hospital morgue mm-hmm. um, and meets up with the old colleague. Yeah. Which, with Gilbert Ross. Yeah, with Gilbert. And um, that was probably one of the only scenes that I really, really enjoyed in it because I liked how it gave <clears> – it didn't give a lot away, but also gave enough to make me like, okay, so what is Keith about? It made me more interested in his mm-hmm. character in other where other parts of the episode didn't really get me into him. Yeah. Like, yeah. the conversations particularly about, like, there's no smoking everywhere. It's like, yeah, I gave up smoking. Still gives him the pack of cigs at the end. <laughs> and he's then, like, no, that little, little touch where he smells himself. He's, he's like, like, how did he know? Like, he's like, he knew that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, that was interesting to me. And the second scene, for a completely different reason, came at the very end when uh, the camera pans out to of the of news co- of the news chopper, looking over the crash site, yeah. and oh, for yeah. whatever reason, it's in the shape of a bee, and I'm like, how? <laughs> yeah, how? Like, I will completely give you that. Even I'm like, after going through the entire series, Koku is not that powerful I to move like, trains. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was it's, like, it seemed like it's a very over the top series. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, okay, so he makes marks on walls, whatever. But like, this is like, oh yeah, the train crashed in such a way, and I was like, okay, did he move this, or is this just like God yeah. playing some like <laughs> insane luck yeah. into this? That was I. I saw that, and I just started laughing. <laughs> it was just there were so many of those like ridiculous little moments, and it was just uh, I don't know. But anyway, episode two. Let's do it. Okay, episode two opens with two teenage sadists killing off their third party member using a unique poisonous gas, resulting in a slow, agonizing death. The two laugh and joy about how successful their project was, while another superhuman retainer, who we now know belongs to the organization market maker, watches them from the sidelines. We switch over to a crime scene at an assemblyman's manor, suspected to be another murder by Killer B. However, the freshly shaved Keith promptly deduces that this is a copycat by analyzing the signature mark, though none of his colleagues believe him. In the attic, the team discovers the body of the gassed party member and an invitation to a charity ball hosted by the mayor, which they believe will be the next target for the gas. Koku overhears that someone else has been spreading his mark over the radio and makes his move to join in the charity ball himself. At the event, the RIS place undercover agents to blend into the crowd and deploy tracking technology to monitor suspicious behavior, while Keith and Boris appreciate the view from the outside. The software gets a hit and Mario quickly jumps the perp, while Koku runs up to the top floor to face one of the attending members from Market Maker. The episode ends with the event getting locked down from a hacker. The perp gives the attendees a choice. Either everyone can die together, or kill the mayor in cold blood to be set free. Um, I thought, I, I mean, I liked the suspense aspect of this one. Mm-hmm. My first thought was, they better not kill that bunny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that rabbit. My, my, I was watching it in my living room, and my bunny was sitting right by my feet. And I looked at her, and I'm like, "Don't watch, little bunny. It's okay." Yeah. That boy go get gassed. Yeah. Nothing <laughs> personnel. Oh, I also wrote down. Huh? Nothing personnel, kid. <laughs> Poor bunny. Uh, I also wrote down. I would take a Bugatti over a Porsche Cayenne. What was that one? What the hell are you on about? It's like she's just writing like her journal thoughts. It's just... No, there's a line where they talk about a Porsche Cayenne over like a Mercedes or something like that. And for some reason... That stuck out to me. Wow. Because My I heart think... hurts with anguish. Maybe I'll have a Snickers. <laughs> Lisa's yeah. notes are like abstract. <laughs> like, no, like, like, not everybody's yes. on the level. You know what? It's just... It just gets by, th- the, I... by the third episode, that's just going to be like, what is the meaning of life? Actually, <laughs> I don't think Lisa understands her own mind here. What? <laughs> Question I gave mark? Up. I gave up. I like the third episode. My first one was styled by Suicide Squad and Hot Topic. And... <laughs> what? <laughs> And my second one was. That's the name but of her. Where did they find the remains? I think that's the only one that's relevant to the episode. Okay, back to episode two. We're gonna get into those points in a little bit. Um, 
Okay, so this I episode, ki- I, oh I kind of dug the arbit. Um, I kind of dug the arbitrary. I actually really like the skepticism everyone exhibited when Keith was like, "This isn't the." It's like, why? It's like, well, no, because of the angles, and everyone's just like, "What are you on about, man? <laughs> like, literally, what are you on about? This is the mark." Okay, look, d- they're dead bodies here. <laughs> yeah, they're like, dead bodies you have with a letter no, B. It's have, obviously B. You have no evidence that this isn't him. And then Keith is like, yeah, I don't have any. <laughs> and they're like, why didn't you mention it? Why don't you present evidence? You can feel it. God. He yeah. feels it in his old anime I'm bones. sorry, he's too busy being aloof and like, I know more. And I'm yeah. smarter than everyone in this room. And I will not explain why. Which may cause oh, deaths later down the line. This is the one where he be- beautiful minds the crap out of like those glass what, chalkboards, isn't it? Oh yeah, the whiteboard. Yeah, that made me sad. I was like, what's he doing? I, why is he doing? I was so like, what's he doing? And, like, why doesn't he tell these people? The woman like yells about how expensive they are. And he keeps going. I was like, stop. <laughs> Disrespectful. You only had to leave. Yeah. Just like, one should, little circle. You should get fired for that. Stop it. <laughs> Why do they always have to go to the whole like the genius writes on walls with things? Yeah. Can they have a genius who's at least talkative and explains why they're writing on the walls? That would, that would be, be a new type of character. That would be, <laughs> that would be nice. Can we have a Neil deGrasse Tyson type of genius? That is a character ahead of our time. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> That's, you're talking about the evolution of anime here, and we're just not ready. <laughs> yeah, we're... I want, I'm waiting for my Neil deGrasse Tyson genius who is, like, amicable and, like, friendly and enthusiastic about what he's talking about and just wants everyone to learn. <laughs> yeah. That's all we're getting in this show. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, so the big takeaways from this episode is that we get uh, we get Brand, one of the RAS members. He uncovers the market maker like fan site that just lists off their their real purpose of okay, this is a syndicate that organizes crimes, organizes wars, and they're operating under the royal city. And we found it out on a fan site. Yeah, yeah. Talk can about I... operational security. <laughs> can I tell you I love Brandon? His name is Brandon, by the way. His I, nickname is Brand. His nickname is Brand. Can I tell you I love him? And why one of my Brand? lines is, "Yes, Brandon. What the hell are you doing?" From the first episode, he's like, he's clearly the, 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 the what's it, the the Jimmy from Spider Man. What's his name? What like what? Jimmy Olsen Jimmy or Olsen? whatever from actually yeah. Superman. Superman? <laughs> <laughs> so Guys, Lisa, it has been a long day. So Lisa reads uh, manga and watches anime, <laughs> but if you ask her about comics, well, hell, the well, answer you can get. Spider-Man, from Superman, DC boy. There's yeah. this guy. Superman. He's got like an iron suit. I think he's called Steel Dude. I don't even know. Oh, um, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I love him and I love his character. And I don't do. Do I hate episode three or is it after episode three that I hate? That you hate Bran? Well, no. we're only talking yeah, about like, three episodes. Yeah. Me and Remington have only seen <laughs> you guys, three. Yeah. No, I'm asking Cole because he's gone ahead with me. Is it? After, yes, by the, the question's episode, vague. Is it after? It's after episode. I love Brandon. Is it after episode three? It's after like four or five. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> continue, gentlemen. Let's go. All right. Then. <laughs> Uh, another distinctive uh, mark of market makers is that they all have a skull tattoo on their right hands. That's how we identify that these retainers are really them. And they're just controlling everyone to call out B. Um, what else did this? Yeah, it also showcased a, a lot of the RAS members. So we're introduced to Bran. We're introduced to Kyla, who's our hacker chick. Uh, Boris, the wise pervy man. <laughs> Mario, the muscle. And uh, the stone cold director. But did... I like the I liked the Stone Cold director. Yeah, not yet, but I like him. <laughs> <laughs> I will like him eventually, but at this point, I'm indifferent. <laughs> he he hasn't he hasn't pleased. He hasn't me earned at this her point. favor yet. <laughs> <laughs> he has not deigned my like. <laughs> Lisa demands tribute. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What else did you guys get from this episode? Did you guys get anything? Um, the second episode, I don't even remember it that well. It, it was, was a, it, it felt like a setup for the third it is, episode. It is a lot it, of setup for setup. episode three, which is the payoff. I liked the payoff at the end of the episode with the uh, after the the after they got gassed. That's episode three. Oh shoot! Okay, <laughs> I'm on two. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, okay, it's been a long day. As for yeah. me, um, overall, like it's. 
really each of these episodes and episode two, like I really, really didn't care about a lot of things. I think the opening scene in this one was cool, at least like the mm. gassing of yeah. the teenager. Cause I was like, mm. okay, what's happening here? But like, and then we cut back to Koku and the RIS team. And I'm like, oh great. People I don't care about. That's yeah. cool. Episode two didn't do much for me. Yeah. 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 It is just set up. It is. It is a straight setup episode. Yeah. That's why I mixed it up with episode three because literally I because everything happens. In everything three. happens in episode <laughs> yeah. three. Yeah. And we I'm get like, a we get a little more like tidbits of why Keith is exactly back. He, he's reminiscing with Gilbert about a certain woman in mm. Keith's life that has been. Plus, this is when he cut his hair, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I even mentioned in the episode summaries. This is a freshly shaved Keith. This is a new man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out to he actually looks like a decent human being. Yeah. 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 Doesn't look like he lived in the woods for eight years. I just I like when understand. he showed up at the scene, and Lily's like, "You can't let civilians in here." Oh yeah, she mistakes <laughs> yeah. him twice. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, no, but the best and he's part. Like, he's like, "Is this a joke?" Stop. <laughs> but the best part about that is when he, she asked the cops, "Like, why'd you let him in?" It's like he said he was IRS, and they didn't. <laughs> and it's like they didn't check for credentials or anything. Which I'm like, how bad are you guys as cops? I had I had a lot of misgivings about this IRS or RIS and their uh, what um, their abilities <laughs> they just seemed a little bit it seemed like uh, it's, uh like that okay. wow. <laughs> see yeah. i felt that they cause a lot of property damage and yeah. i still was yeah. not okay with that i was like japanese police would not do this i don't feel well, like japanese they police wouldn't stop the crimes yeah. like please stop yeah <laughs> they, would, they wouldn't pull out guns they would just wait <laughs> but still yeah yeah so should we move on to episode three? Please, yeah. let's. Or as I call it, the skateboard episode. The skateboard I, I episode. like this one. This yes. one was cool. <laughs> episode three picks up where two left off with Koku and Market Maker member Izanami on the rooftop of the charity ball. The two begin their battle but quickly leave the scene with Izanami on their skateboard because honestly, I can't tell the gender of this character. I don't know either. I thought yeah. it was a guy. <laughs> yeah, you know but what? I'm not sure at all because they don't go into detail. And then they mention uh, the crush, and I was like, they do I talk don't. about the gender later on. They do. It, there are she so she is female. Okay. Okay. No, there Wait, are things what? to dispute it actually. Oh. <laughs> okay, but anyways, so it's ambiguous. That's, that's not, no. Well, that's yeah, not too right. important for this. Yeah, anyway, no, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Koku in hot pursuit using his black wings. Keith notices the two fighting and chases after them in a vehicle with a confused and frightened Boris. The RIS are trying to keep everyone calm, but the situation is getting dire and fear is starting to set in. Back to Izanami Pro Skater 2, now with more guns. The market maker member... <laughs> <laughs> and you said my notes were messed up. Yeah. That's not yeah. messed up. That's accurate. That's accurate. Because yeah. <laughs> she does some good moves. She does some good moves. Yeah. Uh, market maker member calls her colleague saying the cryptic message the black king has landed and she's taking him to his father's grave another market maker member by the name of Kamui kills the hacker fighting Kayla for control of the building however it's a trap and the MM leader Minatsky sets off the gas putting everyone in danger Keith however isn't worried in the slightest calling the gas attack a bluff and non-lethal to the attendees and his fellow RIS members Keith continues to chase down Koku and Izanami explaining that someone or something is is orchestrating these attacks with a different objective in mind. Izanami's game of cat and mouse ends in the middle of a lake with a large structure in the background. Koku is confused and demands answers, but Izanami only has one to give. She reveals that the reason Koku's memories have been locked away is because he locked them away himself, and the reason they lured him there was to make him remember. Some of the Koku's memories flash rapidly before the two begin their final bout. Izanami possesses the same type of weapon as Koku in their left leg, but Koku still remains out on top. The confrontation ends with Izanami telling Koku to take her left leg and for him to touch Canopus. And that's how the episode ends. Um, so there was a lot of things I liked about this episode. Mm. It's eye candy! But one of my, <laughs> favorite, of one of my yeah. favorite things ever is um, when the killer takes out the hacker. Yeah. The, what he says is so amazing because he says... Did you know that he's like when a when a person can no longer sense danger, it means they've regressed at to stop being a living creature. And I was like, that is so cool. <laughs> but true. I was like, that's accurate. If you can't do that, you're not even a living being anymore. It yeah. also sounds Man. like something that Lisa would write in her notes. <laughs> Actually, I do not. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not that witty. Like I said, I only I have like, two. I like the skateboarding scenes. 
They yeah, were yeah. really well animated. Like I don't know uh, why the skateboard was in a box beforehand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was I a thought bit it odd. was like a special high tech skateboard. No, it's you just have skateboard. to keep <laughs> equipment, but no. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was the theme because in like the first episode, everything was in boxes, including like that tank. Car thing. Like yeah. The yeah. But, thing. But Koku's the one that actually hits the box to let the skateboard loose. Was it just a coincidence? What was she planning on doing if it wasn't there? Or exactly. Was, what were was, they planning on doing? I just picked up the wrong there? box. This is a parachute. Sheath. I don't know. I, don't I think know. she just rode the box. Yeah, that's <laughs> a skateboard sheath. You know, you just gotta draw your that's skateboard. Wheels pop out of the box. Yeah. <laughs> but what if it wasn't there? What if the box had moved? What would they have done at that point? Questions They're that are so important to ask. They are They are so smart that it was perfectly calculated. <laughs> of it. That's how you you don't know anime. Okay, so last <laughs> you, don't you don't know anime. Don't know anime. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfectly calculated Jesus. always. Also, I really liked where they fight. That was yes. a really mm-hmm. nice. That place. was a really cool vista. And, yeah, and the oh the lights. Yeah, those those perfect. The track for that fight I thought was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a good episode. I liked it. Yeah. So what you know, I think the big reason why Lisa doesn't like it, and why I do. Yeah. Is not not really a good thing to say about the series, but it's a shallow murder mystery. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and that's a good point. And because I don't like murder mysteries, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, there's not that much for me to think about. They're just gonna fight. Yeah. <laughs> but for Lisa, that's like a detraction. Well, it was it was just so it was really so much like a tease. Like they're like teasing this amazing murder mystery, and I'm well, that could have been amazing murder mystery, and then whatever later on, um, and. I, I was just like, yeah, let's get more into that. And then all of a sudden, really, okay, cool fights. I'm not going to argue yeah. that. They're great fights. I enjoyed the fights. But I'm like, this doesn't answer anything or give me any clues. And I want to look at clues. And this is stupid. Yeah, because yeah. all of the investigation and the RIS stuff, I don't necessarily care about. I like the characters, but I don't totally care about what they're doing. Yeah. But once they involve B in it, I'm like, oh, now I'm all about it. Because <laughs> it means that we're going to go to a cool fight, fight scene. scene. Yeah. yeah. And hopefully there's going to be some drama there. But that's that's how the series works for me. It's like half and half. Yeah. I, there's one half that I love, and that's the part that Lisa hates. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, so right now the two plot lines are very separate. Uh, the RAS are on their own. Koku's by himself. Uh but as the series goes on, the two paths do overlap. And yeah. But they never actually intersect. Only Keith does with only, Koku. Only that makes Keith sense. And Lily as well. But that makes sense, though. I, I wouldn't expect everyone to really overlap and get involved. Side note, in what did you guys think of Keith this episode? I Still Keith. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, going indifferent yeah. to this, this the possible me a little. to all to the possible deaths of innocent bystanders <laughs> yeah. and this, his this colleagues. This time he annoyed me a little because he was so vague when things were so high stake that yeah. I was like, yeah. Come just, on. No, like you're driving that. in a car with him. It's not like you're busy. Just tell him what's going on. <laughs> no, just, please. Yeah, like he's just like your friends. Who cares? They're fine. Yeah. And I'm like, you can, you can explain. You have time. You guys are sitting there for the next half hour, or however long it's going to take to well, get look there. Look at the profiles. You get the same. You'll get the same answer as I did. Okay, I'm chasing these two bikes. <laughs> I mean, I get that later on. Yeah. I feel like this. Okay, I'm just going to put this again. I feel like this series is not good enough on its own with three episodes. I think. Yeah. Like anyone. So. I'm still ca- like very indifferent to this whole thing. I think I've made my opinions on it pl- pretty clear. What are your guys' final thoughts on this show? I binged the entire series the day that it came out. I absolutely love it, but I can I can see where I can see the flaws. Like when I was looking up the creative team for it, it's a very new creative team. Yeah, like it's not one that's mm. awfully experienced. The writer was only an episode writer for things like Hajimino Ippo and even like select episodes of like One Piece or Naruto. Mm. Um, then the director, his uh, a bulk of his work is just CGI movies for like popular reboots like Saint Seiya, and uh, there was another one. But yeah, it it's, it feels like a very inexperienced team. But I, I like what they produced here. I think that they, by the end, they clicked, and it, it made something that I found very enjoyable to watch, especially after all of the bulk of, not trash, but just, like, mediocre anime this season. Mm-hmm. It was a breath of fresh air that I really needed. I think if this anime feels a lot like something that would have come out in, like, the early 2000s and nobody talks about it. Maybe that's why I appreciate it, yeah, actually. It feels a lot like one of those, some... 
like I don't know phantom triggered sort of things. Yeah. But I I liked it. But I can't say that it's like great. I just, yeah, because you I haven't just, finished it. Yet. Yeah, I just thought, oh, this is mindless, but it shouldn't be, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why I'm okay with it. I think you'll like it towards the end more than you liked it at the beginning. Yeah, just because I I I like Cole decided I needed to binge the whole thing <laughs> yeah. instead of just three episodes because I just couldn't believe I wasn't enjoying it as much as I should have in my mind. But just punish yourself more. <laughs> no, I'm like, no, there's a reason. I, I gotta like this. This is something I would like and I just don't. Um, Cole, rec- Cole doesn't recommend garbage. <laughs> I Cole will doesn't say. recommend garbage. Okay, he never does. I will say that out of all, all the things that we've watched so far, this is probably the first one that I'm gonna go back and finish. Um, like, I'm gonna finish all Island? of them. Not Fade Extra? Um, I'll finish Fade Extra. I'll finish them all, obviously. Hey. <laughs> but I think I'm most interested in finishing this one. Like mm. first, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm glad I watched it now, so I don't have to watch it when we do the ex- the uh, you know <laughs> awards <laughs> ceremony episode. I'm probably gonna throw. I'll be honest, I'm indifferent to it, but it's probably gonna be in my on Netflix while I'm cooking dinner. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what's gonna be for me. I um, I think if I'm gonna recommend this to someone, I'm gonna recommend that you go in with a very open mind, uh, because it does evolve beyond the first three episodes, and like I was saying. It's definitely not one that should be evaluated on the first three episodes. Yeah. It it doesn't pass in my mind the first three up ep- the episode the three episode test. I agree with that. So yeah. because they don't start connecting threads and really giving you answers. Yeah. Until like episode six and seven, which I guess makes it a perfect fit for Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Like this is if this was a weekly show oh, on Crunchyroll, be... man, yeah, no, I would have it, it would have been yeah, like be drop that fast. Drop that as fast as you can. Yeah. Yeah. I would have I, I would have I, I dropped it right away. Yeah. I would have forgotten it by the next, like, next week. I'm like, what even was this show? I have to watch yeah. this over again. Um, so it's using the format well. I'll give it that as well. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. All right. Cool. Okay. Cool. So what are we watching next week, Preston? Well, it's my choice. And I thought long and hard about it, mostly because it's towards the end of the season and we're running out of, at the very least, good shows to talk about, so we need to start, like, digging through the middle. Uh, and I can't pick a fate anime this time. No. Very least, which sucks. <laughs> but, um... I'm good. three released every season. Oh. <laughs> I would love that so, so oh. much. But you know what? I'm gonna pick for next week, we're gonna watch uh, Grand Crest uh, Senkai. Or Senki. All right, then. Yeah, I, I know Chris. nothing what? about it. Right. I know, it I sounds generic. I, <laughs> I, I mistook this one because the English name is Record of Gancrest War. I mistook this for a reboot or a continuation of Record of Lotus, a record of Lotus War. It is not. <laughs> yeah, no. it, is not. <laughs> it is definitely <laughs> not. Yeah, so we're going to watch the first three episodes next week. Okay. And hopefully it's good because I have no expectations going into this. And there's enough of this left that if I like it, I can binge it. So that mm-hmm. makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. All right, cool. So, uh. Yeah. Let's head off to break then. Cool. The Pixels and Ink podcast is brought to you by Buns, your city network. Buns connects you to the people in your neighborhood to help you find the things you need to fuel your real life. Swap things you already have to get items you need. You can also find jobs that pay the bills, homes for rent, advice, and a place to talk about your city. Buns is available online at buns.com and on your phones via the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. And thank you, sponsors. So now we're at the section of the podcast where we like to dish out some of our recommendations. Does anyone want to kick it off? I'll uh, kick things off. My choice this week is going to be a bit more, uh, I suppose the word may be mainstream, but I've had, over the past few weeks, I've recommended this I've recommended this anime to several different people, and I've got them watching like the entire show. So, for those who haven't watched this, I strongly recommend you watch Food Wars, also known as Shokugeki no Soma. Yes. yes. It is, um, it's a shonen anime, um, it's a manga in Weekly Shonen Jump as well, that focuses, that focuses on, um, a high school in Japan that is more like a university in retrospect, um, that produce for the best sh- young chefs in the country where they can hone their skills and like 99% of the students will fail and only 1% will come out and they'll be absolutely awesome best chefs in the world quality. Yeah. yeah. And the part of the show the show's a weird mix for me cuz the 
artist behind the original manga uh, manga drew. This is his first non hentai work. I would so, assume so. Yeah. <laughs> so he has a lot of experience with hentai before this, and this one is has heavy eki elements to it, particularly in the reaction to um, people eating food. Like there's a lot of fantasy food-gasms. sequence of like yeah. food gasms. And on the other hand, it has a it's a pretty interesting take on shonen anime where instead of like battling with powers, like there are some people who have like specializations in food, but all of the food techniques that people are using are actual food techniques. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the recipes they're making are actual recipes you can make. Some of them are way easier than others. And also the food looks absolutely gorgeous. It is food porn to the highest level. I have to watch it in short stints because like <laughs> you have I get ha- so hungry. You have, to have, you have to have something with you while yeah. you're watching it. Like you yeah. need to eat while watching it because yeah. it will make you hungry. Like I've seen cooking anime before, but this is probably the best well done one. Like yeah. all the food looks so good. Yeah. Like, and there's yeah. such a huge it, variety to yeah. the food. It's like, okay, this episode we're making like traditional Japanese done and like two episodes later it's like, okay, now we're making um some Italian like food with fish yeah. a few episodes after that okay we're making Szechuan food and it's animated really well yeah. the jokes are pretty funny and I it has would, a nice cast too. yeah it has yeah, a really good cast yeah. it has mm-hmm. a really a really good and diverse cast of characters yeah with even like a lot of the minor side ones like getting some weird focus for whatever reason <laughs> like you wouldn't expect them to get a spotlight shined on them but suddenly the girl who makes like absolutely horrendous smelling food is in the ending yeah. it's in the ending <laughs> theme for whatever reason um yeah food wars it's even... you guys should check it out if you mm-hmm. haven't yeah. it's not even like the food at the end that gets me even it's like the detail they put into the animation of like even the cooking techniques it's just like hearing the sizzle of the grill it's like oh no yeah <laughs> I, I need meat. Yeah. <laughs> I just I need, I need just need to whip out my barbecue as soon as I'm done the episode. I'm like, I need food. You see someone cooking with spices and you're like, you could just like picture yourself like smelling that. It's like, God, I just want to throw all that and make some curry now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good recommendation. Good recommendation. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, so I'm picking a shonen thing too, but uh, mine is less of a recommendation and more of a just converting the lost of finding cool. out who hasn't already seen this amazing best series Oh, ever. so it's One Piece. Uh, oh, Naruto. <laughs> Get, go home. Bleach. Go home. Go home, Cole. You're done. Bleach. You're drunk. Go home. <laughs> what, no, isn't that today, your jam? What, Naruto? That, aren't all those, like, aren't all those ones, like, your I jam? think you just insulted yeah, this you man. Gonna, yeah, you're gonna you have me go of, on, like, an analytical hour-long rant. This is the last episode that I'm Remington gonna, has been going because of that insinuation. Today, I'm talking about Gintama. Oh, yeah. Yes. Gintama is, if I, I could categorize this as so many things. I could just say this is, oh, it's Japanese South Park. Because essentially <laughs> it is with how many topical references, how many anime video game references they make. And they're like in depth. Like there's an episode that has Obama in it. <laughs> like they, I did not know of the existence oh, of the Obama episode. Yeah, there is. And, and they come up and they say, yes, we can. <laughs> <It> is, <laughs> It is so bad. I need to catch up on this show. Yeah, this show, this show's a long one, but it, what's great about it is you don't need to watch every episode of the show. It's because it's right now at like 570 episodes or something. It's like at that. a million and some odd episodes. There's it's sad lot. because it's ending soon, and I wish there was more. Uh, I would say that like it would be ending soon, but as someone who's reading the manga for it, it's like. Okay, so you're ending this, right? And being like, is he making a parody of endings now? So what's so great is, even though it's such a funny series, the thing that got me into it wasn't the jokes. It was the way that it made me cry. With, like, when it gets serious, it's the best ever. Like, they are so good at taking a story that's something stupid. Like, something like playing Monster Hunter on PSP. (laughs) And they will make it an allegory for what it means to survive in the modern world. Like, Jesus <laughs> they had it, <laughs> to just give me a little bit of detail, they had um, their private parts replaced by screws, by okay. aliens. Okay. And it was over a game of Monster Hunter. Okay. <laughs> cool. Yo, Where do they go next, Remington? Uh, you, then they tried playing Monster Hunter, going into the game, and winning. Failing and having to live their lives without their private parts. <laughs> 
Wait, are you not, are you not? And gonna... you cried at this? <laughs> yes, because because he when, felt a personal attachment. See, when, yes, when you see how their lives are, it's not about the private parts. <laughs> it is about just living without something precious in your life, like and you. knowing that you'll never get it back. Okay, and how it can affect your mental state, and which affects your friendships and everything else. It gets so are, depressing. Are you not going to mention the episode where, which is a giant parody, where they directly insult Weekly Shonen Jump, where they're like, we need a way to turn your manga around. And then they come up with all the changes for They've it. They've done this so many times. And it's just a huge, like, self-referential They've episode. messed with the intro of their anime. They will mess with everything. There was one time where it was just straight up Dragon Ball. The, yeah. episode, the episode where they never leave their apartment because they ran out of budget. Yes, they <laughs> just and they reuse the same animation like 50 times in a row because they have no nothing to spend it on. It's great because it goes into what it takes to actually make an anime. Like, I, I watched Gintama before I really knew much about anime. I was still, like, just starting high school and everything, so I didn't know that much. And... They went into, oh, we need to make filler episodes. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea what they were talking about. And they were like, yeah, the typical anime episode is about like five to ten chapters. And to avoid catching up, we'll make a filler episode just to let the manga artists get ahead. And I was like, oh my gosh, this makes so much sense. As somebody who's just watching Naruto at the time, wondering, oh man, why are they not on Shippuden yet? When are we going to get to Rock Lee? <laughs> yeah, I was like, why are there filler episodes? Gintama told me. I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's just so many emotional moments. Like, if anybody wants to get a taste of Gintama without jumping into it, I would say watch the movie. The movie recaps the first serious arc, which is only about three or four episodes. Okay. But it, it also introduces you to all the characters. Yeah. So you, you'll get a really good sense of the comedy side of things because there are some weird elements to the movie, yeah. too, that aren't in the anime. Like, they straight up have Warner Brothers as characters. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's it's it's a real it's, good yeah. It is a treat, <laughs> but they also have the, all the serious elements, and it gets you involved in Gintoki's backstory, which is great because it reminds me of Kenshin, where yeah. the whole thing is Gintoki is a samurai. The mm. the whole world had a bunch of samurais. They all served a lord, and then aliens invaded. And aliens Them invade, jerks. so obviously samurais aren't going to be able to take on like aliens, aliens. with beam guns and <laughs> stuff like that. So they fought this long war, and Gintoki was one of like the greatest fighters. And after losing, he just disappears, and he takes on, he he makes his own job as just the odd jobs. They will do anything for any price, <laughs> <laughs> and he so he meets some people and they work for him, and it's literally just him going from job to job doing these really and random. It's really things. funny and really good. So funny! It is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. And the more references that you get, like the more anime you have under your belt, the more you'll get. Like there was a whole arc that was JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, and I didn't know what JoJo's Bizarre Adventure was, so they're just like, "Oh, it's a stand," and I had no <laughs> idea what they were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, it's a ghost, okay. <laughs> and it's all, uh, it's really referential. There's just great levels of humor to it. And a lot of really unique characters who you wouldn't think would make sense. But then when they do, it's like, oh, there's there's a reason why this character is so messed up. Like, there's straight up a character who's just wearing a blanket, and he's yeah. like a duck. <laughs> and, yeah. and he never talks, it only holds up signs. And for, like, 200 episodes, you're just like, this is a weird character that they bring in. Yeah. And then there's this whole reason. There's this whole, <laughs> like, 10-episode serious arc about why this character never talks. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the whole story of this character's race. And yeah. it's it gets deep. And it's a special series. I have tried to get people into Gintama, but I, I find that when they get to the first season, it, it's just... Like, Gintama was very pun-heavy. Yes. The first season, I would say, is the roughest, too. Yeah. It's the hardest, like, l hurdle to get over. Just because it starts off with so many puns. Yeah. To, like, obscure Japanese things that you won't get. But if you can get through that... This, this is why I would say, just watch the movie. The movie okay. is a much better start. And 
for people who really just want the serious arcs that Shonen element to it, you can just watch serious arcs of it because they're only like four episodes and they're so self-contained mm-hmm. that you can still just get into it that way. But yeah. That's cool. Great recommendation, yeah, cool. sir. Yeah. Skintama. Definitely. Very good. Lisa, what do you got for us today? Okay, so I actually have two because they kind of go together and you I cheater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not but I then... also picked Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. I picked all the Dragon Ball series ever. Um no, it's okay, only because they kind of go together. I'm gonna just touch on the one I'm actually recommending, uh, and I recommend them both, but the one I'm gonna talk about today is uh Barakamon. And this is the later on sequel of an anime called Honda-kun. So uh, to start with Barakamon, it's about this very young prodigy pro calligrapher. Um, and he's, the way the series starts off it with is he's displaying a... He's, he's at an art gallery opening and he gets a really bad criticism from someone who's really big in the industry and he punches him. And so because of that, he gets his father sends him away to this small town and uh, just uh, a, a small island called Goto Island. And he's there to just sort of become himself again and just relax and develop his style and kind of get to that. So he he's this really pretentious like city person who goes to this small town and he interact he meets like the very colorful, really, really country down to earth folks that are there. And there's so many really rich and interesting characters in this city who just don't care that he's some famous guy. And uh, it it humbles him throughout the series. And he just some really cool interactions and real growth for each character that kind of goes through it. Yeah. So if you're looking for a show where you are really focused on the characters, because honestly, it's such a slice of life, like literal slice of life, where there's it's, it's in a very small, quiet, nothing happens town. And... It really focuses on how he uh, relationships of others help build his own relationship. There's some really cute, funny moments. Um, a neighborhood kid actually comes to his house, and because it used to be an abandoned, the house that he's staying at used to be an abandoned place, and decides she's going to be his best friend, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of teaches this adult how to be like back to like being down to earth. Now, this being the sequel, kind of sequel, to a show called Honda-kun, which is basically his high school life. But he's a very different character in this. Yes. Whereas he's extremely shy. He mm-hmm. doesn't talk to anyone. He thinks he is, like, the least popular person in school. But secretly, behind him, he is the most popular person, highly yeah. revered. He's not sure why no one wants to talk to him <laughs> and why everyone hates him. And he's, like, super depressed about the whole thing. But everyone's just really like afraid to be his friend because they think he's the coolest thing in the world and there's all these like secret allies and like fan oh, groups that, this one. that yeah. form around this him one. yeah it is right. so funny by the end and i love <laughs> honda kun's character because he is just so he is like e- the everyman angst that of like anyone with any kind of social anxiety yeah. and it's just so great the way it's portrayed and the way like it's so wrong because it is like, you know, things like that are not a lot of the time built up in our own heads. Right. And so it's cool to see that as like an outlet for someone who, you know, is really shy and doesn't want to doesn't does kind of worry about things. It's great. Um, yeah. So I recommend both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. I personally started with Bar- Barakamon before I saw Honda-kun. Same. Um, so, and I really love Barakamon. They're totally two totally different episodes, two yeah. totally different series. Just sharing the same main character, but even then, his personality in those series is completely different. From exactly. Each other. Yeah. So, really highly recommend. It's really great. You get to see a lot about calligraphy, which is cool. <laughs> yeah. okay. I'm, 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 I agree. Yeah. I was like, "What a lesson!" <laughs> That's it. It's just yeah. it's great. That's I like cool. it. Yeah, yeah. It's really I've great. seen Honda. I've never. I did not know it was related to anything else. So that's interesting. it's grown up. Okay, Barakamon has grown up Honda. Then yeah, you like it. Yeah. Now, Cole, what uh, is your recommendation? My recommendation's a weird one. It, it's one that I originally like really coveted during the days of Blockbuster Video yeah. because that's how I originally saw it. This is before I saw Garo. This is before I saw Kamen Rider. Uh, this is a series called Karas. And it's a six-part OVA series about... Uh, essentially, it's like the same plot of a Kamen Rider. There is a, a 
there is like demons afoot, and then there is this staunch defender called Karas who protects the city. Uh, specifically, in this case, it's Shinjuku uh, from all these demons uh, from interacting with humans and murdering them. Uh, however, Karas takes a bit of a weird twist to it, where each city has a Karas, each city has their own little common rider, and one of them in Shinjuku has has a. Uh, Ha- has disbanded. I can't believe I couldn't get that out. <laughs> it's been, it's no. been a long yeah. anime anyway, been, podcast. Yeah. So he he is uh, defected and is essentially waging his own war with the demons. He's saying that uh, I, I have protected this city for over 20 years. It's just pure cancer. There's too much corruption. There's too much murder. Everything I'm doing, there's no point to it. You know what? I'm just going to kill you all. And the city still needs a protector. And in comes Otoha, who is this ex-Yakuza gang member who doesn't even know why he's there. It's just that he was chosen by Karas's, like protector to become uh, this, this hero to defend the city that he deeply loves. Uh, it's a very like uh, disjointed series, I would say, where they're giving you just little tidbits of information of Otoha and, and the situation at hand. But the what really got me into this was just the amazing animation. For, for 2005 to 2007, this was stunning fight scenes from top to bottom. In every episode, it was just pure eye candy that reminded me uh, of B. That's why I, I, I went back to this. And, and think it's a great recommendation for people mm. who are looking for, like, a, a really cool action anime. Mm. Uh, it's not exactly, like, filled. It's definitely one series that I would say that you can turn your brain off and just appreciate what's going on in front of you. I can't believe I have never seen or even heard of the series. I've, really? Yeah, I, I expected you, of all yeah. people, Remington, to I was be like, like... You said Kamen Rider, I, and I don't know see, this? <laughs> see, the thing is, is that I'm looking at uh, Cole's computer right now. He has Karis. A little bit of key art. Yeah. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, that looks really familiar. Like, I know of this somehow I've in the back of my mind. Because there used to be commercials for this on Blockbuster, <laughs> where they were just promoting this. And I'm like, why are they promoting an anime? Okay, I'll check it out. Okay, it's pretty kick-ass. <laughs> I need to check this out, yeah. like, immediately. <laughs> you have something to do yeah. over the weekend. <laughs> but, yeah, that's my recommendation for the week. I hope you guys check it out. Yeah, it's a, that's a good one. That's yeah. a very good one. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, with that... Well, no, we have... Oh, yes, I keep forgetting... Well, that we wish we could forget it. Yes. Yeah. Maybe that's it. why. Yeah. A little Pavlov's <laughs> Lisa, did you perhaps watch an anime this week? Oh, baby, did I ever. Oh, oh no. dear God. <laughs> um, oh. Okay. Bless me, Jesus, for I have sinned. <laughs> and in the name of the Father, the Mother, and the, uh, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, you guys ready? No, but go ahead. Are you guys ready? Because this is good. I'm ready to get rocked. Okay, so there's these boys, and they're all in a high school, all right? Mm. And they're they're all part of, like, this special student council. Of course. That, like, is a special club where they, like, are supposed to be, like, gentlemen. And then there's... on host. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was. Uh... I, was I, I I tried, guys. I'm I'm starting to run out of ways to tell an anime that's different and that you know. <laughs> well, to be fair, high school is a good place to start. Yeah. See, yeah. I thought I at least had the high school, and then I was just like, nah. And they have nah, to be man. gentlemen. It's like, okay, Oron. Yeah. 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 Sorry, guys. Um, I need ideas next week, man. Well, we probably out. can't give you the yeah, ideas. We can't tell that's you the thing. <laughs> hey, why don't you describe this anime to me? <laughs> Yeah. I think you guys should just all write down animes you've seen, and I'll just do ones you didn't. That would take forever. Really? That would be <laughs> ages. What's the point of that? Yeah. <laughs> so we cannot yeah. get it every episode. She what loves it? doing that. Really, really? Just remember that the very first one you did was one that was infuriating and none of us had seen. Just remember that. Guys, I, I enjoy can't that, help though. it. I think I enjoy the frustration. I might be a bit of a masochist. Yeah, but you were like, oh, you guys should know this. And it was like, what? Because there's this 
it was like last season or this season or something. Yeah, oh, even like, like, that just made me feel bad. Even you should yeah. feel bad because you don't watch as much anime as I do. Uh, is that bad? Yeah. I mean, you I'm don't, not appreciate You don't watch as much bad anime. I watch the good anime. anime. You don't, yeah, watch like, watch you don't know anime. anime. If you don't watch the bad, how do you know what the good is? That's why I didn't like be the beginning. Is that in your podcast notes? Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. Way to cap it off. She just dropped that mic. God. <laughs> and on that note. And on that note. Let's all watch Ping Pong the Animation next time, guys. <laughs> Eddie watched We're it. watching Grand Crest <laughs> Senkai. I already <laughs> watched it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's... Before we go completely off the rails, <laughs> let's close it out. So, thanks for listening. Tune into CG Magazine, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app to listen to the continuing adventure of the Anime Research Society, brought to you by CG Magazine and the Pixels and Ink Podcast. Have a question or comment for the society? Tweet at us at a underscore r underscore society, or find us all on Twitter. Lisa. Oh, hi. I'm at Lisa Awesome with no E's. Good. Remington. <laughs> I'm at Remington Joseph. Preston. I'm at Preston Doza, spelt Z-S-A. And you can find me at Kaiser underscore Watson. You can also leave a comment at CG Magazine or at CGMagOnline.com. Want more from CG Magazine and Pixels and Ink? Follow us on Twitter at CG Mag Online, Facebook CG Magazine, Instagram at CG Magazine, and YouTube CG Magazine, because we love to push our brand. <laughs> from everyone here at the Anime Research Society, happy researching. See ya. Bye.